Hello there, this is Daniel Kilburn with Emergency Action Planning and the ACT ASAP podcast. The word of the week for March 21st, 2022 is recovery. Recovery. To recover from something, to rebuild, to regain, to make better than it was before, we can look at it in many different ways. But the idea is something happened, we need to recover from it. Now, when we're looking at the encompassing comprehensive emergency management planning phases, there's four tiers in the phase. The first one is mitigation, and that's where we make things less hazardous. The second one is the planning process. That's where we plan for whatever it is we're going to do if an emergency or disaster comes. The third phase is the response or reaction phase. That's where, okay, whatever it is we've been planning for, it's happening, we're responding and we're reacting to it. And last but not least, there's the recovery phase. The event is in the past, and now we're recovering from the aftermath of whatever that event might have been. That's what I want to talk to you about for just a couple minutes here. Disaster recovery can fall into basic two camps personal or family and business. For our purposes right here and now, we're just going to discuss personal or family disaster recovery. If you have some business questions, feel free to hook up on the Calendly link. There's a Calendly link right there and let's do a complimentary call and we'll discuss what we can do together. But for the families and the individuals, let's just move on a little more. All things emergency management related have a plan. They have to have a plan. I don't call it emergency action planning for nothing. That's right, you got an emergency, take action. You have to plan for it. But having a plan will do some very important things for you. It'll help prevent panic. You do remember the rule of threes. Three seconds of panic can get you killed. Well, we don't want that to happen to anybody. Having a plan will make it easier for you to recover. It will instill confidence in yourself, your family, and your loved ones. But having a plan will not prevent death and injury. Having a plan will not prevent property damage or loss. It will not prevent an economic crisis, and it will not prevent any recrimination or social unrest. That's why you need to have the recovery plan. Keep in mind, your primary concern after the fact of the emergency or disaster are always the immediate health, welfare, and safety of your family and loved ones. The basic four tenets of disaster planning, the foundation, stay in place, having adequate shelter, water, food, and a place to go pee and poo. You must have those in place at all times. If you're home or you've evacuated somewhere, you have to have those in place. After the fact, disaster recovery, depending on how severe it is, can be either, either very simple because, well, really nothing happened and now it's just the aftermath and the effects of what happened to the community, which happened to everybody, and so we're all suffering from it. Or, depending on how that scale goes, it could be very severe, stressful, and painful if you don't know what to do about it. 
Knowing how and where and what to do will help you make this process much faster and less stressful. So here in Florida, every year, every year, it's a cyclic thing, we have hurricanes. And hurricanes are basically wind and water. It's the two basic big things to look at with that. The wind is going to blow the roof off, the water is going to flood the, the domicile and damage it. But not everybody has hurricane insurance, you know why? Because there's no such thing as hurricane insurance. No, there isn't. So here's what I recommend, no matter where you live in the country, is you get on the phone right now, or during business hours, with your insurance agent and ask him or her, actually tell him or her that you want to go over a disaster insurance audit. Now I don't know if that's what they call it, that's what I call it, because it sounds good. Disaster insurance audit. You want to know exactly what your hazard insurance, your homeowner's insurance covers in case of the many types of disasters that might come through your community. Now, as I mentioned before, there's no in Florida, there's no, there's no hurricane insurance policy. That's why it's important for people to identify what is in their policy because policies aren't all the same. Your policy might cover wind automatically, but not water. It might cover water, but not wind. That's why you need to ask that insurance agent exactly what your policy covers. It will give you the opportunity to find out what gaps you have and the ability to close them. Okay. Additional information will be found at your local, regional, county, city office of emergency management because they have their THIRA, their T-H-I-R-A, their threat and hazard assessment where they have identified the items or the events that they think, they being your city or county offices, what they think they need to prepare for. And you can ask them what they are, so that'll give you a good handle, a good idea of what direction you're going, especially when you're asking your insurance agent what is or is not covered in your insurance policy. So before I sign up, let's just keep in mind, you need a plan to recover from hurricane, um, emergencies and disasters. The recovery plan is part of your overall emergency action plan. Having that plan, it will make things easier, safer, and faster to respond to and recover from your emergency or disaster, and it will instill confidence in you and your loved ones. So this is Daniel with Emergency Action Planning and the Act ASAP Podcast. Till next time, be safe.